Hey everybody, welcome to Amplify Your Impact, where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to get results. Today, I have the Biz Bros with me. We've got Luis and Luis, and we're going to learn all about them today on the show. Uh, but they are the co-founders of Biz Bros together. They also uh, co-host Content is Profit, which is a podcast and live show, and they're just crushing it every week. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk to them about how they're making an impact with people in the content creation space. So stick around. We're going to get into all about how you can like basically make your content work harder for you. Is that correct, guys? Is that a good way of putting it? <laughs> you yeah. crushed it. I think you had these questions beforehand and you're like, yeah, you downplayed it a little bit, but I think you crushed it. Yeah, that was perfect. Awesome. <laughs> well, you. welcome to the show. It's good to have you guys here. Thank yeah. you, Susan. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So for the for let's just keep like a quick little intro for you guys. Give a little bit more detail about how this even came about. How did Bid Biz Bros come about? Because for those that uh, are tuning in and listening to Luis Luis at the same at, for the first time, and you're like, okay, wait, they have the same name, and are they actually brothers that got the same name, or like what, what's going on here? So just let everybody know um, how this came about. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's all a mystery. We, we had <laughs> no, no idea. You know uh, the we, we, version? We, we actually say <laughs> that our, our mom was a secret marketer. Yeah. And she was like, hmm, I'm going to name, name them both, Luis. You know, that's going to cause some noise out there. Uh, but yeah, so we are actual brothers, real brothers from the, from the same mother, right? And we actually grew up in Venezuela. We lived there till 18 right i'm i'm skipping a few parts here on yeah, the story because yeah. <laughs> there's two of us so this is like the, the combined story yeah but we lived in venezuela right we play soccer we wanted to be professional soccer players we came to the states with soccer scholarships and then when they did the dream didn't you know get know. accomplished right when it didn't work out for us we were like what are we going to do next and that's when we started part of our entrepreneurial journey first we started with stickers we started a sticker company we had no idea about designing about doing stickers about sales about marketing about nothing right <laughs> um so we were like yeah sure they, they have great margins i was like yeah that's awesome what are what are margins right that that was the level of knowledge we had at the moment <laughs> yeah. um, but quickly we realized we didn't want to do that so we decided to transition into a t-shirt uh, company right we did screen printing and guess what a few moments after that, we realized we didn't enjoy the process at all. And we're like, let's move on to the next thing. And we move on into social media marketing at the moment, right? We didn't know much, I think, just because we were like, huh, we, we have our phones in a daily basis and we check social media. We can, I'm sure we can figure it out. And we just started going out there. We started selling a little bit. Eventually, we got to a place where we had way too many things in the plate. We were doing too many things. We were playing business. When in, in reality, where we're just a couple of freelancers, right? <laughs> and it took a hard look in the mirror, some good guidance, right? By, by a few mentors uh, for us to decide what, what is it that we're going to do and, you know, pick something that we're going to focus on for the, long, for the long run. And that was content, right? And that's how content momentum, uh, the, the process that we use, which is called the M2M, macro to micro, that's how it all started. And pretty much now what we help people is to maximize their efforts. We grab their long form pieces of content and we just turn it into what we call value pack bite size assets so they can just share them everywhere. That's so awesome. So you primarily um, have a service based business. 
Absolutely. you're helping people to do that. Are you doing any sort of like teaching on how, how, like, yeah, do you teach people how to do it or do you primarily yeah. just offer your services to do it for them? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So right now as a service is transitioning. We actually started doing workshops. The first one was about a couple of weeks ago, incredible feedback. Uh, right before that, we launched a challenge called the 45 Live. So that's part of our story. And, you know, you can send us a DM and ask us about 45 <laughs> but Live. But basically, it's going live for 45 days. And we had about 100 people in the challenge. It was an incredible experience. And that rolled out to people asking what's next, right? And that, you know, we kind of wanted to delay the teaching side a little bit. But we were like, ah, let's just bite the bullet. And, and it was incredible, right? And now it's becoming funny that we're in this show today because we just came out of a two-week, like, intensive what's next for the business, right? Rethinking and, and moving, like what, what, how is it going to evolve, right? The service side is not going to go anywhere. Capacity has been, we're very blessed that, you know, we have the systems that we've been able to build it with the team to where now we can turn around and dedicate um, and teach these frameworks, which is super exciting. So that's, uh, it's coming soon. That's awesome. You know, that's the way to do it, right? Like you're doing your one-on-one -on -one service, you know, some coaches do their one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then you get to a point where you're like, we can't really grow any further. Like, unless we start bringing, like building out an entire team to start like helping on fulfillment and, and all of that, like really kind of the next step does seem to be moving, transitioning over into now teaching others. Um, yeah. so that's really exciting. I mean, obviously the demand was there. If you had people asking you like, what's next? <laughs> yeah. That's what was cool about it. Right. Like the, the show was born a year ago, uh, out of, you know, COVID, uh, it was really <laughs> challenging because around the time we had a lot of brick and mortar businesses that we were helping and there was different, different things that we we're doing and we we're trying to like already trying to get out but we didn't have kind of like the backup, right? The backup mm -hmm. systems on the back end to be able to like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm going to refer you to somebody else that can do this maybe at a better degree than us. Uh, and that, that fear was there. But then what happens is COVID accelerated everything because they called us throughout one week and we lost mm -hmm. about 80% of the business. And we we're like, huh, man, what are, what are we going to do? And uh, what happened was we're like, we got some capacity. We have some time. Let's launch the show and, and, and go from there. Right. Like, so immediately after the show changed everything, because we started developing these incredible relationships and we were able to go to the service side of things, very niche down on the things that we do. We were able to expand to grow the team, uh, grow the company. And then what happens is through publishing, this is so, so cool. So through publishing, there's people coming into our world every single day that are asking, how do you guys do this? How do you, how do you do that? Right. While we're focusing on executing the, the service, the fulfillment, mm -hmm. building the team to be able for, for that to kind of run in automatic. Yep. And then we were in this situation where like, huh, now we're in a position where we can turn around and actually teach all the frameworks that we've been using that are our own because we've discovered them through publishing our own systems, right? That has worked for us. And, and, and it is a very incredible feeling because we were in a position a few years back where that was not the option, where we turn around, we're like, let me teach something, but it was not our own. It was not our frameworks. The, the systems weren't there. There was, is not proven, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's a lot of imposter syndrome right there, right? But when it's your own things, the things that you've done that executed and they, they work, it's a lot different. And then you can turn around and do it. And it's, it, it was incredible. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big advantage of publishing while still doing your service is that you, you know, you're building proactively building mm -hmm. an audience at the same time. And then you start getting feedback and then it turns into what you asked us at the very, very beginning, right? Like, are we actually teaching this now? Yes. It, it arrives because now we have the audience that have been listening for a while. 
Yeah, that's that's so true. Um, you mentioned the 45, the going live 45. Uh, I didn't participate in that. I definitely saw plenty of people <laughs> participating in it. It was really cool to see that. Yeah. Um, it was probably about the same time when I had uh, launched and since I have kind of closed it down, but I have launched a Facebook live show and I was going live every day, every weekday. And I yeah. just wanted to say like, it's so true. Like if you, if you commit to publishing often, yeah. it, it makes you grow so much faster. Like that was the, the, I only, I only did it for like 10 weeks. So I published, uh, 50 episodes, I mean, yeah, 50, 50 episodes yeah. for over 10 weeks, which is a relatively short amount of time. Right. But from the time I launched the, the show and I created a, a framework that was re repeatable and duplicatable, um, till I got to maybe like week eight, mm -hmm. I was learning so much. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know so much more than I thought that I did. <laughs> you know, when you yeah, start breaking yeah. it down into these little bite-sized pieces of information to teach others, um, yeah. And what happened was when I got to week eight, I realized, oh, I kind of don't want to do this anymore. I kind of want to move. Like I want to go deeper into another area of what I do. And so that's why yeah. I ultimately ended the shows. Cause like, this isn't aligned with what I'm wanting to do now, yeah. but like, it's totally that's true. Like when you're, when you're publishing, it's, it yeah. makes things so much clearer to you and, and yeah. you can grow faster. The, the, there's an effect that I think people don't really understand which is kind of like the effect of marginal gains or you can call it compound interest right that is like you start publishing and at first you really don't see much happening but then over time if you stay consistent the growth becomes ex exponential and then yeah. all of a sudden you start taking off right and you can see it everywhere in all the platforms that you see out there when you see a creator that is growing like crazy right now you probably look back a few years and that person was being consistent like crazy, but nobody was actually acknowledging their work. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe he had a few people that were tuning in here and there, but they weren't as big. And all of a sudden, the curve just started going up in a faster pace, right? I mean, I was watching, I don't know if you're familiar, we love YouTube here. So Mr. Beast, right? I think yes. he's been publishing for like 10 years. And only in the last like two, three years is when he started growing exponentially, right? Casey Neistat, mm -hmm. same thing. And if you see it in the marketing world, it's the same exact thing. People has been publishing for so long. Those are the people that now people are like, wow, how did that overnight success happen? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, yeah. you know, the 10 year overnight success. Yeah. You don't see, it's like the tip of the iceberg in the ocean, right? You don't see all yep. of the hard work that happened below the surface. You only- Absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know, when we talk about going live for 45 days or, or doing the show for 50 days, it, it looks like such a huge feat. And it is a huge feat if you've never published, right? You've done it consistently for that amount of days. It's great. But in the, in the big image, in the big picture, right? Mm -hmm. You need to be way more consistent than that. So for yeah, us, yeah. 45 Live was a challenge to transition people's mindset from consumer to creator, how can we help them develop the habit of publishing consistently, right? Because we know if they can do it for 45 days, they can stay and do it for the long run. And then they're going to see those exponential, uh, you know, wins. Yeah, that's so cool. It's, it's really more of a just getting the habit. You know, they say like, if you do something for 21 days, it becomes a habit. I'm sure if they do it for 45 days, it just becomes part of them, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so that's really, really awesome. So what, uh, what, 
you, you mentioned a little bit about what's next for your business. You're kind of transitioning a little bit, not transitioning, but adding on this uh, teaching side of your business. What, what's that going to look like for you? I'm always interested in knowing how you're, how you're planning on, on bringing that into fruition. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, can, can I, can I tell a secret? Spill the beans. Spill the beans. <laughs> Okay. This won't so, publish for about a month. So if that makes any sense. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so for we're, we're going to see how it ages. I, I know. know. Like, be like, did it age well or not? Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, so it's like, um, the last couple of weeks, we've been putting a, a big emphasis, right, on, on the company overall. Like, what's the vision, right? Because for the past five years, since we started BizRoyce, you know, we started doing stickers and then the t-shirts and then social media and then very specific on content, right? And when we got really, really specific, that's where traction started to happen. And then people started asking different versions and different levels within that service and a little bit outside of that with the workshops and the, and the community that we have, right? So uh, it's been incredible to receive that feedback. And we're like, okay, how can, how can we, you know, build something that last of impact, right? So we we just went through the exercise of, you know, EOS, right? And we went through everything and there's still a couple of things that we need to kind of wrap up there, but the vision is, is taking shape, right? And so we're moving to the direction we want to build a network. We want to build a network of content producers and support them in any way because that was something that was lacking of us. Like we, we've become so passionate about building like your own system because we see everybody out there trying to mimic what other people are doing. And, the, you know, we have this, this uh, keynote called the publishing pyramid and that's how we discover our own stuff. And those are different elements and we deep dive and it's um, we've received very good feedback of it. And that's what people, that that's what we see that people need, right? Because then we try to do that. We cannot fulfill, we cannot execute. Right. And then what happens? We stop. And then there's no real progress on either publishing on the business side because we're mm -hmm. we kind of you know on 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 this freeze state, right? So so we became very passionate about it, and that's what the workshop is: is hey, let's create, let's help you put the pieces in place so you can create your own system of consistency, whatever that looks like. But you need to do this in the long term, right? Companies today need to have their own modern media teams. So how do we do that? And then we put the systems in place. So with that in mind, we're like, okay, there's different levels, obviously, on the community, but the network looks incredible. And then there's a mastermind aspect of it to the service, right? Because there's a lot of uh, there's a learning curve in, in some cases, right? Depends on the business owner or the type of company that we're working in, with, but we work with companies, uh, $200 million companies, and we solopreneurs. So obviously the level is very different on execution and the systems on the back end to support that content or to support the results that they might get from putting their message out there repeatedly, right, are very different. So we're, we're structuring a way to how can we help the people that come into a world because we see coming from solopreneurs that are just starting up that the capacity is, you know, a daily Facebook live, which is incredible to million dollar companies. So how do we position ourselves to put that? And that's, that's the, that's what we're working on right now. That's super exciting. So there's a network aspect of it that uh, I'm very passionate about. Uh, Fonzie finally said yes to that. And uh, <laughs> so, and then obviously there's the, there's a the teaching moment, which, uh, you know, Fonzie is very passionate about that, our own frameworks. And then there's the execution side on the service for people that need that, you know, quick, uh, plugin team that that they can explode. With. Yeah, the, the the cool thing, uh, sorry, Susan. The the cool thing is that it has all showed up very organically as we have taken action. Like you know, and I think a lot of people when they're starting their business, they're like, okay, what are we gonna do? We're gonna offer this and that and all these things, right? And then you spread yourself too thin, yeah. and that happened to us. We're like, oh, we want to do all these amazing things, 
but we didn't have the capacity to do so. We could only at that moment focus on the one side of the service. And it got to a point where now we had the capacity, we increased it to now pay attention to other things. And pretty much the problems that we were solving for ourselves, we looked back and we realized, huh, we can productize this, right? We can turn it into the workshop, into guides, right? Into now the network, right? We are part of a certain networks, but we're like, we want one of our own. Like, that'd be so cool if we can bring all these people and offer them the support that we wish we would have had. So, you know, I think that is an important point there because people often don't look back and see, huh, what are these problems that I solved to myself and how can I just productize them, right? Package them in a way to give them to the people that might be struggling with the same problems that I had. Yeah, yeah, is it, I, maybe you guys know, but I can't think of who it is right now who said, maybe it's like Alex Sharfin or someone like that that says to uh, to monetize the sawdust. Does that sound familiar mm. to you guys at all? I feel I like I heard it who, before. Okay, and I'm probably saying it totally wrong, but basically <laughs> like, you know, when you're, if you're a carpenter, you're cutting your wood to make your product, but you're creating sawdust, you're creating yep. a byproduct. Yeah. So figure out how to package that up and sell it. And that's exactly what you're, what you're saying you're doing, which is awesome. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's definitely an adventure. Let me tell you, it's oh, fun yeah. to look back and then be like, do we really want to do this? Like, are we actually that passionate about that? And then do it right. And especially two of us, and we, we both have different personalities. And so it's like, you know, he's super passionate about the network side of things. And I was <laughs> like, okay, well, let's, let's go into it. Right. And then I am a little bit more passionate into the teaching side. So I'm like, how can we apply these teachings every single week? Right. How can we create a community around that? So we were like, huh, let's merge it. Right. Let's have an educational side in yeah. the network that we want to build. Yeah. So your, your educational side, it sounds like a lot of it is preparing people to become potential clients of your service, right? You're teaching yeah. them like, here's how you should be creating your content. So you're consistent, but also when you're consistent, you're going to need <laughs> possibly need a team to help you with the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. So th th this is, this was a fear that I had big time, like, uh, especially last year, right? Because everybody kept coming to us like, you guys need to start putting this out there. You guys need to start teaching your framework because it's mm -hmm. super effective. Right? Like just to give you a little bit of perspective, just with our show, uh, it's, we publish more than 400 pieces of content every single month consistently. Right. And, and, and we all sleep and we all eat and we all deal with our clients. Like there's time to do something else. Right. And that's not even the full capacity of the team that we have right now, because they also take care of, of the clients that we have and it's all on the frameworks. So what happened was we started looking at it. It's not just the model. That's just one model that help that, that is helping us. And people can apply it to their own platforms. Call it podcast, call it video podcast, call it show, call it whatever you want. Facebook Live, Instagram Live. You can apply it at different levels. And there's different tools and, per, and people that you can plug in in these spots to help you move forward. So when we shifted the perspective and saw it that way, we're like, huh. Now I'm not so worried about people stealing my system or taking it and then executing. Good for them. Go take it, run, execute, right? Like, yeah. and then, right, we are the best. We are the best at M2M because it's our own thing. Like, it, and, it, and it improves every single day. So if people happen to fall into that category where they need help with us in that sense, yes, absolutely. But the priority is like, how can you, as Susan, for example, whoever is listening right now that are publishing in a certain way, can leverage that 
to be more visible, to be comfortable with being present every single day, multiple times a day without consuming your day? How can we connect that to profit? There's different, there's going to be different elements, but the framework that we build upon it's your own. And that's the thing that we're helping people kind of open their eyes and see, because for us, that's exactly what happened. And the second we implemented our own like system that we could execute consistently that right now we're actually thinking, we're like, okay, what's the next step? And we're like, do we actually need to change something? Because this thing is like, it's working. We just need to like tweak it a little bit better in different things. It's always going to have to be, but this is a process. So helping people discover that is being so, so, so fun. And then they can take it and do whatever they want. If they want to offer it as a service, great, go create wealth, create, create impact for others right and then and then just tell them that these rules helped you just a little bit that's that's <laughs> fine right <laughs> so, um uh so one of the things that i noticed you guys do because you you content is profit is a podcast but you also call it a live show so you have you're recording your podcast episode but you're while you are recording it you are streaming it live to i know of facebook are you also streaming it to other places as well yeah i'm sure you are <laughs> so yeah. um that would be a really great example of how you could be making you know making your a uh, one piece of content more visible yeah is so, there yeah. anything else that you guys do that's maybe not so obvious with your show probably plenty um i, I mean but <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's not like so obvious i i think a lot of people have thought about this stuff and they just don't do it right and we yeah. were there yeah. we were like oh let's do this and just so you know two years ago we actually started to we we yeah. try we had an attempt to start the podcast <laughs> yeah, and hilarious. we failed miserably because we were trying to be perfectionists right we had yeah. like <laughs> light cameras uh, all this equipment all these things and we wanted to do perfect we didn't want to uh, make a single mistake when we were speaking and i mean we're from venezuela we're gonna make a lot of mistakes when we're speaking you know i probably <laughs> yeah. made like 10 already in this episode but we weren't you know comfortable making those mistakes so we would be on minute 28 make a mistake and stop the whole thing and be like, now we're starting again, right? So we were adding so much friction that at the end we recorded five episodes, which has ne have never seen the light. Uh, we've never edited them. We just put them in the vault and they they're staying there forever. <laughs> and guess what? I fast forward a year after that, COVID happens. We're like, okay, well, it, it is time. We invested in the equipment a while ago. Why don't we take advantage of it? Why don't we start a podcast? And the first thought was, we don't want to go through all that pain yeah. to put the podcast out. So yeah. how can we do it this time? And we came from the 45 live that we did before. And we're like, let's remove the friction as much as we can. Let's just record it live. And, and that's honestly how it was. We're like, we're just going to go live because it's going to be a commitment that we're going to do to people that's on the other side watching, right? We're going to show up every Monday. Wednesdays and Fridays, unless there is some reason that we cannot control, right? Or maybe some ultra special commitment, but we are, you know, committing to show up those three days a week. And by going live, we're going to have to be at peace with making mistakes. Because mm -hmm. if we say something, uh, right, uh, we cannot fix it. It's already live. It's already yeah. out there in the world. So for us, I think, you know, it wasn't perfect, obviously. Uh, and I, I still don't think it's perfect. Yesterday was episode 169 and we were making mistakes in the intro. But now, instead of getting nervous and sweaty, we just laugh just about laugh. it. Yeah. And, we, and we make jokes with, with the guests that we have, right? And they love it. They like, they really enjoy the experience. A, a lot of them, I'll say most of them have mm -hmm. told us, I love what you guys are doing. It's so 
different, the way you guys bring people onto stage. And all that was born organically through taking action. We didn't sit down one day and we're like, okay, what are the elements of the live show that we're going to do? Yes. And they named them all. That never happened. Like after every episode, we just learn a little bit more and then we implement and then we implement. And of course, after the show is done, we put it into the machine. That is the same service that we do for our clients, right? And we are multi-purposing all this content and using it in all the platforms, promoting and, and all that good stuff. I love that. You guys have inspired me to start re- doing my interviews live on. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I'll do that. Awesome. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> keep, mean, keep us posted. Keep yeah, us posted. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, it, I, I relate to what you were just saying there about how, like when you first started, everything was polished and that's exactly how I started my podcast over a year ago. And it was like, oh my gosh, it would take me like an hour to edit the episodes and write the description and all the show notes. I was one of those that was doing like the timestamps in them. And I was like, this is, this is not making revenue for my business. What am I doing? (laughs) You know, this is not helping. Um, And I ditched a lot of that, but then, you know, this time around uh, kind of relaunching the podcast, I'm like, you know what? I don't even have a show intro that's okay. I don't really even have music to go with anything and we're just gonna go for it. And I'm not even going to edit any of the episodes. Like there's no editing that happens except for if I have to like clip the beginning and the end to make it shorter. There's going to be, there's going to be levels that you're going to encounter and everybody listening. Like if you're in that position, right. Where you're like, huh, you know, I really wish like my final like product would look X, Y, Z, right. We got to keep in account, like, okay, what are the resources of maybe networks and people that are editing that way? You know, um, there, there's yeah. probably money involved. There's probably a team involved, right? It's not the 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 person or it's not Joe Rogan editing his own stuff, right? Like that's that's insane. So we gotta see, okay, what is my capacity? And and we gotta be very honest, like time wise, like what, what's what's the time that I allocate for this? Like what's the time that I'm willing to invest to do this? Like is this actually giving me a return? For us, absolutely. Just on the relationship aspect is so worth oh, yeah. it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, and having people, you know, connecting with people like you, for example, or Alex Sharfin or Todd Brown or Donnie Boyden that was yesterday in the show. So many people that, you know, just for the conversation, we can learn a ton and we can, how can we apply that into our business, right? And it's just thousands yeah. of dollars in just connection. And then we're exposed to opportunities, right? Exactly. Like talking at Marley Jack's VIP day. We were at the, <laughs> the speakers at her day because of that, right? Yeah. Uh, Donnie Boyvin yesterday, right? Inviting yeah. us to be speakers at his event in Texas. So yeah, the, the upside is incredible. Yeah. We, we honestly haven't found a downside yeah. to publishing. So we yeah, got to yeah. find that minimal viable Mm-hmm. platform whatever that is yeah call it facebook live call it instagram like we did an experiment call it TikTok with live yeah. call it tiktok it live is. it doesn't matter what is your minimal viable you know thing that you can then connect with revenue and then you're going to increase your resources and then we can invest back right uh which is so exciting so yeah thanks for bringing <laughs> so that cool. up so, so, so yeah. Cool. yeah yeah so i'm going to ask you one last question it's gonna be a little bit deep but i'm really curious and i think if you're okay with it i think the audience will get a lot out of this as well so is it is a question who's the favorite brother <laughs> do we have an answer to that question Def- I mean, de- definitely me you're saying just, just saying no, I'm kidding. i don't i don't know probably fancy man like he always gets like the good compliments on the yeah. beard i'm trying so it's not happening fun fact in, in the la- in the last email i sent to the people that attended the workshop i was like i need your help but you know we, we want to hear some feedback and the last question was who's your favorite brother <laughs> Yeah, I just messed it around. I love it. Um, well, okay, so that was a very good good question, and I love the answer. But my question is, um, 
a lot of people like have this persona of like, oh, things are going so well in our business. And, you know, we don't really as often, I mean, maybe you guys do in your content, but not very many people show the um, struggles, the, what are we, what's the, what's the struggle we're going through currently? So we already talked a bit about what you guys are moving towards. Mm -hmm. I want to just ask, like, if you don't mind sharing, what's the, what's like a, a roadblock that you're kind of hitting, whatever it might be. Maybe it's just that you yeah. have to figure some stuff out or what's the question and I'm curious, I don't know if we have the same question, yeah, but the, the, same the, the same answer, sorry, but this is something that has come up in the last couple of weeks, right? With, I, I one of the roadblocks is we were fishing in the wrong pond, right? And, and, and we were so focused on the one thing and the one product because it helped us get to one point. It helped us to build a company and, and, and bring the team, right? We, we now have eight people in the team, like it's incredible, right? So, and that we were blinded by the opportunities that were coming left and right from us. And it took somebody else from the outside, one of our mentors that was like, Hey guys, wake up, like, look at the audience, right? Hence the workshop, hence, you know, the, the 45 live stuff. And he's been challenging us to, to move forward with these, with these initiatives, right? Keeping in mind capacity and how the systems are being built. And those are the things that we've been working on in this last two weeks, because for different aspects of the product, we had one option. Now we have three different options on the service, right? Actually four soon to be five, which is crazy, right? But but those are things that can build upon each other, right? And uh, like the interview we had yesterday with Donnie, don't be afraid to break things, right? We got to control the breaking process so then we can continue to grow. And then, you know, the network aspect. And it's like, okay, it, it just opened our eyes to new possibilities because we got really hit by, you know, um, the current clients that we had, some of them were like, hey guys, you know, we need to pause for X, Y, Z. And it was, the feedback was always positive. So, so good, right? And we're like, but why, right? And we had these exit interviews, which was more like a exit, you know, going away or we all cry together, like we're good friends and what's happening, right? But it was something else in their business, right? One of them, it was like, we sold so much that now we need to pause a little bit because we need to build the systems and the people that that we need to bring to sell more so we can go back to content, right? So content is normally, I completely disagree agree on this content has to be there every single time but content unfortunately is something that most people cut at, at the first time so the conversation is like how can we become indispensable for the clients that we're serving for the people that we're serving at whatever level so that's a conversation that we're having now mm-hmm. yeah i mean what's the same answer ish along the lines part part, yeah. part of it yes the other one i was gonna say more of a internal problem right that uh for example, we're brothers, yes, and we've lived to, together most of our life, mm-hmm. and we spend our days together here working, but there was some sort of lack of communication inside mm-hmm. of the company, right? And that that caused a little, you know, a little mess in certain aspects of the business. So that's part of what we're working in as well is, okay, how can we bring now everything together? What do we need to eliminate? What are prioritizing, right? Let's organize everything that we have. So that is something that we've been working pretty proactively for the last month, I would say. The last two weeks have been very extreme action taking on, on that side of things. And, it, and we've seen results already. Like literally the first time that we sat down to talk and like lay things on the table was like, man, I feel good. Like <laughs> it was good to just let go of all that, right? Because we were just each in the same company, but each in our own world pretty much. Mm-hmm. So by bringing together this, you know, bringing this awareness, and then having the, the difficult conversations and be willing to listen to the other person, leave, leave the ego aside and take action, uh, with, it, it has been pretty beneficial as well. 
That's amazing. I mean, you guys are going to see the the fruits of that work that you did. It sounds like you did. You said a two a two week intensive where you guys have been kind of working through this. It's going to yeah. like last for a while, a long while. It's going to be great for your business. That's yeah. so cool. Okay, I want to give you a chance to tell everybody about um, content momentum um, and anything else that you think that they should know about and how to connect with you. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Absolutely. So content momentum is the program that we have. Um, so where you come in and if you have a long form piece of content that you want to leverage, right, and you don't know how to maybe put the pieces in place to to explode the exposure visibility and connect it to, you know, your own business and the profit side of things. That's where we come in and we have the team that in a couple of weeks, you are up and running with literally the volume that you want. Like it could be small volume, high volume, whatever you feel comfortable. It re normally depends on the capacity of distribution. There's an option where our team comes in and distributes everything for you as well. But that, that is the service that we offer. Um, there's about three tiers that we're offering right now, so which is super awesome. And uh, we can, you know, depending on what what level of revenue you're in that you want to invest and feel comfortable with it, that's where we plug in the team that's necessary for you. And everything is completely custom, is really one-on-one -on -one conversations. Also, you have full access to us on calls and support and all that and, and with the team. So, um, yeah, that is content momentum and uh, su super excited. It's been it's been up for almost a year and a half now. It's, it's fun stuff. Yep. Rock and rolling. And if you're interested, he forgot this part. If you're interested no, that's your part. in getting a, in a conversation with us, <laughs> you know, you can reach out on Instagram or Facebook at BizBrosCo. That is B-I-Z-B-R-O-S-C-O. Or you can go to contentisprofit.com. You can sign up right there. You're going to be in our email list and we're going to be hitting you up with some fun stories. That is for sure. Perfect. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the show. And we'll probably follow up and have you back on if that's okay. Of course. Absolutely. It was awesome. All right. Nice, uh, awesome. Deep dive. Thank you, Susan. <laughs>